You're listening to the official Ankeny Community School District podcast, We Are Ankeny, where we're sparking conversations about all things Ankeny schools. Welcome back to the We Are Ankeny podcast. Our series is called Let's Talk About It, which is a chance to discuss topics and issues affecting Ankeny schools. What I love is the opportunity to showcase some of the great partnerships that we have in our community and the people in it. Today, we have David Jones, the city manager for Ankeny. David's job as city manager is to oversee the day-to-day operations of the city. This includes implementing policy as set by the council, deliver city services effectively and efficiently, while advising on, on financials. David Jones holds a BS in communications from Kennesaw State University in Kennesaw, Georgia, and an MPA from University of Tennessee in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Welcome, David. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So let's talk about the partnership um, between Ankeny Schools um, and the city. To start with, um, from my perspective, um, I've been here a year and a half. David, one of the first people that reached out to me was you. I think we met probably the month before I officially started. So I, I, I greatly appreciate um, the the olive branch that you extended um, before I even started last year and your commitment to building this partnership, um, growing this partnership between the city and the school district. And so you know, why do you think that that was really important for you to be able to um, have this partnership with the school district and then to, to reach out to me? Well, I wanted to welcome you to the community. Obviously, as uh, somebody who's changed jobs a few times in my career, I've moved to, from community to community. And uh, it's always nice when when some of my peers reach out and uh, and welcome me to the community. So I wanted to do that on a personal level. I remember that. That was Grumpy Goat. Yes, it was. Uh, it was good food and good times, and, um, uh, and and I enjoyed it. I do think it's important that, that the city and the school district work together well. I think that um, our residents expect that. Uh, the vast majority of people who pay taxes to the Ankeny Community School District, not all of them, but most of them, are city residents, and they pay taxes uh, in the city of Ankeny. So I think it's important that we maintain uh, a really good relationship, elected official to elected official, manager to manager, staff to staff, and we do, I think, uh, on all those levels. Um, and, you know, our, our residents expect a lot. They have high expectations. And in order to meet those expectations, it takes, uh, you know, creative thinking. It takes working together with scarce resources. Um, we could do things on our own. You can do, do things on your own. It's the same thing with cities and counties. We try to work together. Um, but sometimes cities forget to work with school districts, and we're both governmental units. Um, we both uh, collect property taxes, and our, our residents expect a lot in return for those taxes. So I, I think it's an important partnership. What, what, what really stood out to me when we first met was it's act, actually to our detriment if we work in isolation uh, with, um, um, the, with the responsibility that you have as city manager in overseeing uh, city planning and development, and then the responsibilities that I have for educating our, our students, building facilities, getting kids to school. It was just really vital that um, we do continue to work together and figure out how the planning of the city and the planning of the district um, are aligned, and we continue to move that work forward. And, and so speaking of city planning, um, First Street Road Construction. Yes. Big topic. Uh, and and well, so uh, that's affecting um, – 
that that has affected the city over the past uh, year and a half since I've been here. So can you say more about what's been going on with, with that project? Sure. Well, you know, working at City Hall, I've been affected by that every day for the last year and a half as well. So right. um, it, we're, we're, the good news is that we're almost done. I mean, we really are on the one-yard line in terms of the project being done. Um, so the First Street project has been a multi-phased approach. There are more phases to come further west mm-hmm. out in the future. Um, but obviously, th- this last phase... Um, had the greatest impact on the school district because it was, you know, right in front of a couple of schools in in, in our city hall facility. Um, but basically, it's a safety improvement. Um, the, the 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 project, the city secured a lot of federal money. It's been a long time in coming. It was it was very much needed, and so uh, short term pain, yeah, maybe not so short term pain, long term gain uh, in terms of getting the project done. So we're almost home. Yeah. People hang in there a little bit longer. We'll have ever you know all the cones removed and everything operational. They were working working on it uh, as I drove over here a few minutes ago. And then speaking of First Street, uh, we, we also have uh, a lot of construction going on on 36th Street. And so, you know, w- what can residents expect and, you know, how, how is that impacting, you know, in your opinion, our, our, our schools and making uh, transportation for us a little bit more efficient? Well, I think, again, long-term, there'll be some benefits uh, to all of our construction projects, you know, in terms of rear-end accidents, in terms of safer commutes, um, in t- you know, even our walkability study in terms of pedestrian safety, you know, child safety as they, as they walk to school or bike to school. Um, so all of our projects, we want to continually uh, evaluate that because as the community grows, traffic counts grow, needs change, and so we're constantly looking and evaluating that. Um, I, do, I do think that long term, you know, all of our projects will benefit the community, but obviously short term, it can be very painful um, and, and commutes can get extended. And, yeah. you know, patient, you know, patience uh, is a virtue, as they say. Uh, but I do think long term, people will appreciate the fact that that we've got these projects working on. Our, our staff do a really good job of recognizing that when you're working on one project, you have to have another route. You have to have another planned uh, route to get there. So we try not to have too many projects going at once, but the last few years, admittedly, we've we've done about as much work as we can reasonably expect to do. Absolutely. And so w- one of the things that you mentioned earlier was safety, and then you also talked about the walkability study. And so can you uh, dive in a little bit more about, one, uh, what is the walkability study and why did we have one, why did the city choose to have one completed for uh, the city? Sure. Well, it was it wasn't the first time that the city had had conducted or or paid for a, a walkability improvement study, um, part of a safe routes to schools approach um, that we we looked at a number of years ago. But it was time to update that. Ankeny has grown just in my nine plus years here, over twenty thousand residents. Wow. We've obviously we've added schools. We've you know we've added a lot of commercial developments um, and a lot of rooftops. So. As those changes occur, it's important that that we come back every so many years and look at what's changed. And so that led to a number of improvements in terms of, you know, in some cases it was a change in where the crosswalks were. It was a reduction in speed limits in some of the school zones down to 15, not across the board, because this is all fact-based. It isn't, um, you know, politically motivated changes. It's really fact-based changes based on the engineering study. So we looked at all the elementary schools um, made a number of changes. Obviously, that was a collaborative process with the school district, and um, you know we think that uh, those those improvements will will help make it an even safer community. Which is it's one of the the main things about city government. One of our chief priorities is public safety. Yeah, absolutely, and so 
you've been here nine years. I've been here a year and a half. And in that year and a half, I've seen stoplights go up. And so versus having stop signs. And so how does the city determine when additional lights are needed and where they should be installed in the city? It's all based on our traffic engineering team. So we have a team of experts uh, on city staff uh, led by a traffic engineer, which is a very specialized uh, expertise. Um, and that's part of our public works department. And so that team reviews all of uh, the, the safety improvements and traffic improvements before they're made. And they use, you know, a number of things to help them make decisions. So it's all science-based and fact-based. They use a manual on Mm -hmm. uniform traffic control devices. Um, So traffic signals don't just go up based on complaints or based on, um, you know, the traffic changes. They actually have to be warranted. So once a traffic signal is warranted, meaning that it's, it's needed, um, and that it's it's what's recommended by by the the technical experts. Then that's when we would budget for it, plan for it, and and install it. So it takes a few years, but we're constantly monitoring that. We do traffic counts. Our staff do traffic counts on on most of the streets in Ankeny. Okay, constantly monitoring where the traffic is increasing, um, and those types of things. So it's um, it's a it's a scientific effort. And so the district, um, uh, we're actually building right now elementary number 12. I, I believe you were at the, 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 the groundbreaking with us uh, a few months ago. And so what does the city, what data does the city look at um, with regards to schools and new developments, whether that be um, single family homes, apartments, um, businesses? Uh, are schools a factor in you know, where those permits are granted and, and where you're wanting people to build and businesses to build? Well, the comprehensive plan identifies, you know, kind of generally areas where parks go and where major infrastructure goes and, you know, whether a street's going to be an arterial street, a collector street, um, you know, or a neighborhood, uh, a neighborhood street. So the, the comprehensive plan is part of that. As you know, we work, we work mm-hmm. well together in terms of identifying a location for schools. And I put a team together to review all the things that are important that go into that. But we, we don't, we don't select where the schools go. Obviously, that's right. that's your job and the, and the school board's job. But um, essentially, we we want to be cognizant of that. We want to be in in the loop on it, um, so that we can identify opportunities um, to you know to make traffic better, to make life easier on the folks that are going to be using those facilities. But um, generally, we build the streets, the street infrastructure, um, the sewer infrastructure, and the water infrastructure based on the comprehensive plan and based on our development needs. Um, and and we can accommodate things like schools, uh, but they do get reviewed as you as you know when you come in and say we're you know we want to build a school here it gets reviewed in terms right. of traffic and um, other needs so absolutely it's, it's a it's similar to to the way we would review a business so let's keep talking about safety and so you know as a city manager uh, in uh, in a city that's been growing I think you said over twenty thousand residents. Over the past nine years, the di- which has also seen an increase in uh, enrollment in, in in the district, how have how have you b- viewed uh, school safety and the partnership that's needed between the city um, and the school district moving um, in the past, and, and how we look at it moving forward? Well, you know, school safety. I, I think it's a partnership between between all of us. I mean, that led to. The discussion a few years ago about bringing back school resource officers uh, in the high schools, I know that was something um, when I was became city manager that um, that was something that I thought was important that that your predecessor and, and I talked about and our school board and city council 
concurred and the police chief. So we were able to bring those back. Um, you know, safety, again, it's one of the most, it's, not, it's probably the most important thing we do. Clearly, public safety is the most important thing that the city is responsible for. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting time from that standpoint. I think um, as a community grows, um, there's always some growing pains related right. to that. Yep. And so we, we de- you know, admittedly, we deal with that and we are dealing with that. Um, but Ankeny consistently ranks very safe. Um, and sometimes it's not just about actual safety and data and stats that we can, you know, that we could tell you. It's about that perception. Do you feel safe in the neighborhoods, in the commercial areas, when you walk on the trails? Um, and so we want to do everything in our power to maintain that. Obviously, the schools are an extension of that, uh, and we, we want to do what we can. Absolutely. And so for our listeners out there, David had mentioned school resource officer. We also refer to them as SROs. Uh, and these are actually police officers in our schools that are our SROs in our schools, correct, David? They are. They're, they're police officers, so they, they are sworn certified law enforcement officers that have to have a minimum, in our case, of two years of experience before they can qualify. In addition to, so we, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a brand new police officer that's right. in the schools. It's going to be somebody that has some experience, and, and also they're going to compete. It's an assignment of the chief. And uh, they, they must be certified and go to SRO school and be certified prior to taking over that assignment. So um, I think it's been a huge success. I, I hope you and, and, and your team concur with that. Um, and I think from, from, from the city's perspective, it's been a huge success. Absolutely. And, and this is a true partnership between um, um, Ankeny PD and the school district with regards to having um, a certified police officer in our buildings providing support um, to um, not only our, our school district, uh, but then also the families that they serve um, throughout the entire city. Um, I also considered a, a, a huge success, and we actually had uh, Chief Potts on the podcast uh, um, previously, and he talked extensively about um, why this uh, the SROs are an integral part of um, our school district, but then also what role police officers play in the city in connection with our school district. And so when we think about SROs, you know, are there any, although it's a, it's a, a success um, from our perspective, are there any improvements that you will want to see moving into the, in, moving into the future? I don't know about improvements specific to, to the existing program, but I do think consideration of expanding the program okay. when resources allow, when the time is right. And, you know, when both governing boards and both managements and uh, are all in agreement that expanding it to to at least the eight nines yeah. is something that's worthy of consideration. I just think in terms of the same motivations we have for public safety at the high school um, are, are there at that eight nine level and building those relationships. You know, I think the SROs people think of police, they think of certain things sometimes, but the reality is they've really done an excellent job of maintaining and building relationships in the schools. I mean, you know, the, the, the graduating seniors take selfies with the SROs. I mean, they're very popular. Mm-hmm. They've done, I think, a good job of integrating in and becoming part of part of your team, uh, even though there are employees and they work for us. Um, so I would I would say, you know, at some point, the time is going to be um, a good time to take a look at expanding the programs into the eight nines. And obviously, there are a lot of decision makers in that process. Right. Absolutely. So. Um, with safety, um, we have our SROs in our buildings, and we're just lucky enough to have really state-of-the-art facilities in um, our district. And so speaking of facilities, the, the city manages uh, the rental of our grade school and middle school gyms during the school year. And so can you explain more about 
this arrangement? Sure. Well, it goes back for, for decades. I can't even tell you exactly when it began. That's, right. that's how long ago it began, way before me and way before you know everybody else in the building. But, but basically, the way it works is we have a lot of recreation program. Our most popular is, is our youth programming. Mm-hmm. And we have one, basically one gym, which is at the, the senior center, with the Elbaugh Family Senior Community Center, which has been open for one year. So we don't own gyms, and so the school district does own gyms. So it's a partnership where we pay a, a small fee for, to help offset some of the maintenance. And we were able to run our, our programs in the school gyms in the evenings and on the weekends. Um, so the taxpayers get the benefit of those gyms being in use and obviously the programming, uh, that takes place. <clears throat> Sorry. No, that's okay. And in addition, uh, we also run the, uh, the lottery program where the, the programs that put together teams to the extent that there's space available and time available after our programming and after community education programming, um, then we run that program as well. And it's it's been a success. And then um, based off this relationship between the city and the district, the our, our district actually manages the rental of the facilities f- for our gyms throughout the entire school year, correct? Right. Yeah. And so, you know, b- beyond parks and recreation programs, um, what are some other reasons uh, for the city to use our facilities? That's the big one. Obviously, that's the big reason we're in the gyms. Now, I think historically the library has used your facilities at times. I think even uh, prior to the existing library uh, being built, they were in there in the summertime for some of the the reading programs. Um, But the primary use has been for for those uh, recreation activities. Absolutely. And so, David, I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Um, We hope that you come back and and share some of the great things that are going on in the city and between our relationship with the school district. Thank you to our listeners for joining us for another Let's Talk About It episode. We are Ankeny. Thank you for listening to the We Are Ankeny podcast, the official podcast of Ankeny Community Schools.